everyone, this is Ronnie with Everything Five. I'm here with Zane, and uh, we just got a chance to check out Demagni. It's an awesome puzzle game uh, for VR created by the folks over at BitCake Bit Studio in Brazil. And uh, we're here with Camila. We got a chance to check it out. Uh, Camila, first of all, thank you so much for taking the time to show us your game. Uh, I wanted to know if you could just give us kind of a brief introduction to BitCake Studios and uh, what 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 uh, what Demagni's all about. Yeah, so I, um, Camila, I'm producer, CEO of BitCake. We are a small team from Brazil. We've been making games together since 2013, wow. so it's been a while. When you say small team, how many folks? Right now we're 10, wow. and we grew the That's team. Incredible. Yeah, we grew the team for this project, too. So we started at five crazy... We started as five indie devs, like, trying to make our first game back in Brazil. We actually, our like beginning story is kind of crazy. There was a bigger studio in Brazil that they wanted to help out younger, uh, younger group of devs. So they just borrowed us one room in their office and gave us some mentorship. And they said like, just do your own thing. We're here to help. And it, I usually joke that it's kind of like a big brother of games because they they called like 12, 12 developers that they wish they could hire but they couldn't, and we didn't even know each other. But then. Of course, like we we fought, a lot of people left, others came in. I joined, and then we formed Bitcake with this initial group. Uh, and That's then amazing. we launched the first game of Steam. Um, did a lot of jobs, a lot of different games for various platforms, and then we got we like like we were introduced to VR. We first tried the Vive and the Rift in 2016, mm-hmm. and we fell in love with it. And then we had the opportunity to apply to get funding for a new game, and just thought like we really want to do some VR <laughs> and we had this idea for the magnet uh, which actually started uh, our game designer he did a project that was similar to this one in his university so when we got into VR we were like oh my god no puzzle game uh, like that one that we had this prototype could really be something in VR so we prototyped it we saw if it would work out and we really liked the result we thought that in, in the game you can like use your magnetic gloves to attract and repel and throw around boxes that interact with the environment so we thought this interaction with everything would be really cool to see yeah. in virtual reality so we went with it we got the funding and we been developing the game for one year. That's amazing. So, like, getting back to this, the story of how, you know, you were kind of a studio within a studio for a little yeah. bit and, and having the mentorship. And, I mean, it, I don't know if, if, if the larger studio that you guys were associated with, if they if they had any VR projects before you guys decided to tackle it. No. So, is... so that was... So, so, so what, this what was is your like? first VR project? Yeah. No, it isn't actually. So, this story oh. about that studio was, like, 2013, so it was, like, oh, five years ago. Oh, got it. Ago. Okay, okay. Then, after that, like, we've been through a lot. We lived in Europe for a while. We, we tra- changed cities. We had offices. Now we're remote. Like, a lot has ha- happened yeah, until so, we finally got to VR and came back. So when you when you guys did get to VR, though, it was kind of, it was it was on you were kind of on your own in terms of figuring of course, out like yeah. how we, uh, what was the transition like, kind of figuring out how to develop in VR. I think it was fine. We used Unity, so in terms of development, mm-hmm. it was all right. Um, the tools were already. Uh, 
pretty not so complicated. Uh, I think the one one major like uh, issue, not an issue, but one thing that we are always fighting with is here a remote studio. So we live in Brazil and the team is kind of scattered in the city, so it takes a long time of commuting for us to meet. Yeah. So we just decided that having it remote works better. Okay. And then we meet uh, frequently to test the game, and we have like four, uh, four or five different people with VR headsets. So we are always testing, testing it. Uh, in different places, and the hard thing is to have it, make everyone have uh, VR equipment. That's yeah. that's yeah, because yeah. then you the need main... more than one headset. Everybody exactly. needs a headset. I think that's the main issue with developing for VR. It's actually getting the gear and the amount of different headsets that there are. So yeah. we always test in the Windows Mixed Reality, the Oculus, the Vive, the PlayStation VR. So it's a lot of different stuff to test. Sure. And like the colors look different, the, the controllers look a bit different, the integrations are different. So that's that's one thing that we are in VR that takes a lot of time. Okay. So yeah. Now and then on on that note, like it seems like there are a lot of initiatives right now. Different companies trying to kind of bring things together a little bit on the SDK side, yeah. make things a little bit more flexible. So it, it sounds like that's something that would be a big help for development. I think it's getting it's getting better, and okay. it's not that hard. But there are always like some specific stuff that we need to keep testing. Got it. Got it. So, so in terms of, yeah, I mean, uh, it's interesting that you were able to take a, a puzzle game project that you that had already worked in 2D and kind of bring that over. Um, what were, did, were there any kind of design elements that needed to be reworked in order for them to work in VR? Yeah, like we basically changed everything. <laughs> like every, yeah. <laughs> yeah, talk about that, because I'm just kind of curious, like when you realize... Yeah, so we just, the, the, we had this, this idea before, but uh, when we, we actually started working with VR, we saw like, okay, we can do everything different. You know, in a 2D game, um, it's very hard to make the player look up, for example. Mm-hmm. And in uh, you play the magnet, in the magnet you're constantly having to look around and look up and throw things over your head to solve the puzzles. So that's one thing that I think would never work, or I mean, it would be very hard to make it work outside the VR. And in VR, it works and it's actually fun because yeah. you're really interacting with the environment. Yeah. I mean, a big part of VR is like exploring your environment, and I don't know, I don't know if that's new because, or it's it's popular because it's new. You know what I mean? Since VR yeah. is still very fresh for a lot of people, but I mean, regardless, there's obviously a huge difference between something that's 2D and being in VR and exploring your your environment in all 360 degrees, however many, you know. Yeah, all, the space all, has a live sense to it. So exactly. when you're there, exactly. it, like, just like in real life, if you walk into a room, you have to really scope out. You have a, a more heightened sense of, like, where am I? You have to kind of figure that out. I, in traditional games, I don't think you you get that, like, inkling. Well, there's, there's no perspective, right? Like, yeah. when you're when you're in a room, like, you you realize that all you're looking at yeah. is all you're looking at. Yeah. Whereas opposed to a game, it's just like you're looking at a screen, like on a 2D flat screen. Um, so when you're in in something like this, like immediately I, I, at the beginning of the game, I was just going down the elevator waiting for for the the level to start, and just naturally my head is rolling all over the place, like exploring the, the environment around me, looking at the elevator, looking at the the kind of rocks and formation that were around. So a lot of it is just when you're in there, it's a completely different perspective, and yeah, it's. And that's why we thought uh, we decided to make it 
decided to do a puzzle game in VR2. That's why we thought it was a good idea, because uh, to solve the puzzles, you actually have to explore the environment and understand the place you're in. And I, we thought that this is much more interesting in VR than, out, than just a normal, a normal game. You know? We thought this, this VR brings a new perspective to this, to yeah. actually exploring the environment. And the game is all about that. It's all about seeing where you are and thinking about what you can do. And I don't know if you if you notice if you could notice, but there is no like wrong or exactly one right solution to the puzzles. The game is made in a kind of a sandboxy way. Yeah. The physics are very free, so there are there are very a few different solutions to every puzzle, and we're always getting surprised by the ways people are solving those rooms. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's actually important in VR because, especially for me, anyways, uh, being able to uh, solve problems in VR and sandbox like multiple, multiple with multiple ways of doing things is so important because one of the things that can throw off presence is when you have an idea of how the world around you should work and you try something and it doesn't operate that same way. So like anytime I, so I, yeah that's really exciting to hear that that's something that uh, that you guys have embraced and the magnet because that's like one of the first things like like it can get frustrating if you have an idea and, and you're not able to implement it. Exactly. So, and, and along those same lines, I mean, what what were some of the things that you guys have learned in developing the magnet in terms of bringing puzzles, the puzzle experience to VR? Because I can imagine, like, like I mean, in general, like you know, puzzle game, like people can get stuck in places, and and already for some people, like you know, some people can be in VR longer than other people, and there's all kinds of like, what were some of the challenges around that? So. Um our game designer keeps complaining that in VR, the player can teleport. So that actually gives a lot of power and freedom to the player. So it's actually it actually makes the process of designing the puzzles harder because usually the puzzle is all about how you, you limit the player. And so the, if the player cannot do that, how, how is he able to get... So that's how the player has to think, like, okay, in this puzzle I cannot do that, and then I have to, to go... Uh, do that objective. That's the, the how a puzzle goes, right? But in with teleporting or being in VR, you have so much, so much freedom. You can look everywhere. You can see things from very close. You can teleport almost anywhere in the room, mm-hmm. and instantly. So it's very hard to limit the player and create harder things. So we learned a lot with that. If I think uh, the process is very different from if, if it were in a VR game. I mean, well, just the ability to teleport, like, people's natural curiosity are going to want to go around every every single aspect of the room. I found myself just, just going to a corner just to see what was in the corner, even if there was nothing there. And I think that's, I mean, that's just a common thing across VR, especially when you have something like teleport. But it's, um, yeah, I mean, just to go back to, like, the puzzle game aspect of it, like, I mean, Ronnie, Ronnie made me play the game because I think I like puzzle games more, and I think what, what I really enjoyed about this was obviously what you have in the title, Demagnate, like... I don't think I've come across, and I'm not. I'm not the end all. You know, I've sure. tried everything, but I haven't come across something that has utilized the abstract, uh, you know, the likes repel like kind of physics and just overall logic of, of magnets. Uh, so that was unique and fresh. I really enjoyed that. Like, what was you guys wanted to get into a puzzle game? Like, what? Where was like the the blossoming of that idea? How did you decide that you want to do something with like magnets related or magnet related? Everyone kind of gets it, but there are not many things that uh, there are not many games or many experiences that actually use this this concept and this. 
its power. And we, th we feel like this is something that uh, it's easy to understand, but it's also easy to build upon, and you can you can kind of like go crazy. So magnetism is also, as you've seen in the game, it's also very. Um, it works together well with electricity. They pair a lot. Yeah. So in the game, you're always connecting stuff with electricity. So that's what I think. That's what made it interesting for us. We could use like real-world concepts and kind yeah. of go crazy with them. We don't have to keep ourselves like really grounded and based on reality. It's a VR game, but we the people also understand it because they they have an idea of how it works because it's based on the real world. So I think that's what made us uh, really excited about it and we thought like oh we can go crazy we can do even like magnetic fields we can even use some modern physics stuff you know so we can create our own interpretation of those things and a lot of things in the game are like that they are loosely based on real physics stuff okay and and i know you said that you know while you're not showing it here uh to avoid any kind of spoilers or anything like that, that the game does have a story element to it. Yes. I didn't know if uh, what made you guys decide to include story with, with the puzzle, because you could have just went with, you know, solving puzzle to puzzle to puzzle, but obviously story sounds like it's important to you guys. So, um, well, yeah, talk about the story and also how you, uh, you know, provide that to the player. I think in the Magnet, the, the main game, it's basically, it's a puzzle game. So the story is there, to give context because we, we really believe that it, it's important for the player, especially in a VR game, since you'll be really immersed in the world, you have to know what's happening and it's important to have all this context and also uh, something to compel you to go forward, right? It's not just like going puzzle after puzzle, you have a story behind it and also a way to create mystery. So. The Magnets it's all about the mystery. You wake up in a cave which, with some kind of crazy technology that is not really from our world. Everything works with a, a special kind of electricity and magnetism. Yeah. And you go slowly figuring out what it's all about. So I, I, I agree with you. I think it, we didn't really need a story, but we feel like it's important to give more context to the player, you know, and more immersion. Uh, instead of just just being puzzles. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, I I think the story adds a lot to it. I mean, obviously, I, I heard a couple of voiceovers, but I'm sure some of that, like you were saying, it wasn't included. But I mean, we're what three years in now, and I think what we were talking about when we first started our podcast and diving into VR is we wanted stuff that really drew you in, right? Like in the beginning, like having different demos and trying new different concepts was cool. But like, I think I think the story becomes an integral part of it. And I think for me, growing up, like. I like playing video games. I enjoy playing video games for the games, obviously. But it, it was always a story. Like I always enjoyed like the single-player campaign modes, things like that, because there, there was something about being drawn to the narrative. So I, I think adding a story into something like this will only and, and of course VR being such a visceral experience, like you being in it rather than you playing it. Uh, I think a storyline will add so much to it. And yeah, it's good that you guys are adding that in. One thing uh, when we started the Magnet, we felt like uh, a lot of the VR games that were already out did not have a lot of progression in terms of yeah. like they didn't have the structure that you a player would expect from yeah. a normal video game yeah. so that's what we wanted to do we wanted the game to feel like it's a, it really has a lot of progression yeah. in terms of difficulty also in terms of mechanics like the mechanics go evolve yeah. puzzle after puzzle chapter after chapter 
the environment also evolves. Like we didn't put it here, but the, the environments later in the game get really different. It changes with the story, mm-hmm. and the story evolves. So that's the magnet. Basically, is that is that it's a, a, a progression. Everything progresses together. It's kind of like this experiments in magnetism mechanics in VR with all this progression to keep you going forward. That's, That's awesome. So, so I don't know if you've made any kind of announcements in terms of when the game is going to be released, or could you let, I guess, for those out there that are interested in D-Magnet and, and you know, are, are looking forward to its release, uh, when can they kind of expect to be on the lookout? So definitely this year, later this year, but we still are not sending out any dates yet. Sure. We're still figuring out what platforms are going out first, sure. uh, and we're still finishing the game. So. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us, Camila. We really appreciated it. We look forward to trying to magnet out more in the future prior to its release. Thank you so Best much, of luck guys. on the launch. Thank you. Bye.